Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? We're talking football, college football, and of course the NFL, so buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go, three, two, one, we're back. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. So 388 coming hot at you guys and throwed 387. And I'm joined on this one by Alex Tosmirakisopoulos and Nikki Snacks Kreider. And before we get into any football talk, I have to give a quick shout out and a quick layout of what I did on Sunday. One of my really, really great buddies from college, Tucker Stone, um, his younger brother, Jake Stone, just won the national championship in water polo. I had never been to a water polo match before. He won the national championship. It was played at UCLA. They beat USC, though, in a thrilling game, 13 hey, to 12. What school is he at? He's at Cal. Wow. He's at Cal. He didn't, he plays like on the left side. I don't know the positioning. Everyone plays offense, everyone plays defense, it seems. They're swimming back and forth. The goalie, Honestly, the goalie was remarkable just for the sole fact that he was treading water for like an hour straight. He was like halfway to becoming a Navy SEAL. I was leaving the event and I turned to our other buddy, uh, Clancy, shout out to him and his family as well. And I turned to him and I said, you know what? That that kid must be starving. Someone needs to get him like four subway footlongs. He needs to be fed the goalie because he was treading water for so long. And this guy next to me is like, "Yeah, totally." I'm like, "I'm right, right?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, it's my son." I was like, "All right, we'll get to it, sir. <laughs> feed feed the kid." I mean, but these guys are really remarkable. Water polo. It looks like there's a lot that goes on below the water. There's got to be some kicking, some scratching, some little nut tapping a little bit when it gets all splashy. You'd like to imagine. I'm fondling. A little fondle sesh. I would have said, had I won and I tried to pose this to Jake and I said, look, I would go on the plane on the way back to Cal. I would do it in my Speedo. I would rock my championship Speedo on the plane. And I think he laughed it off, but I would seriously try to get on whatever Delta, JetBlue, whatever they're flying uh, in my championship Speedo. But there was a, it's a really tight knit family event. Like a lot of these people know each other. It's a smaller community. So everyone's wicked tight. They know all the kids. It was really, it was really sentimental. It's something like, look, it's like wrestling. There's certain sports that only go so far, like Olympic level, 
or collegiate level, and there's no professional sports, not the NBA, it's not the NFL. So like this is pretty much the pinnacle of water polo, and these guys have been playing their whole lives. Some of those guys will be Olympians, though, right? I would imagine so. Some of these kids on a national championship roster. I would imagine, right? Yeah, some of these kids were dirty, dude. Like they whipped the ball. Like I couldn't, I, I couldn't even imagine being a, a goaltender. The ball was coming in so fast, and it's so much swimming. The coaches, um, the coaches jumped in the water at the end when they won the championship, which was pretty cool. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was wearing like a sweater. Um, but again, it's like a total example of like, it's like, I was, I was standing next to Tucker's girlfriend and she's, she's giving me the rundown. I'm usually the one answering questions at sporting events, but this time I'm asking so many questions. Like, cause I, I literally had never been before my entire life. I don't, I don't think I could go to another water polo match unless it's like a championship game. It's like losing your virginity to Scarlett Johansson. You can't just go bang your childhood crush after hooking up with Scarlett Johansson. You pretty much have hit the A-list celebrities. So you got to stick with it. I don't know if I can yeah. see it. What do you I mean? Feel like, I feel like banging Scarlett Johansson gives you more confidence and you want to take that with you. Yeah. And go ahead and bang a child of crush. Yeah, but I think at that point, maybe the child of crush is a bad example. Just like yeah, a I think I think we I think we know what you're saying, Josh. You get yeah. what I'm you get what I'm saying. Maybe not with. the best analogy, but we, we I find better. You get the point. But I, I think it's it was it was really exhilarating. It was tied 12-12 with a minute left. There's 30 second shot clocks. They blocked them. USC had last possession and they had the last shot and they blocked them. Um, I, I, it was really remarkable to watch. I mean, I've known the kid since he was 14. And I remember when he committed and it was nice to see his family and his brother played, you know, and it was nice to see the whole family really celebrate. I was a little, Child. yeah, I was a little disappointed that our buddy Tucker didn't jump in the water to celebrate with his brother. That was a little soft. I'm yeah. Almost, they don't, they don't storm the, uh, the pool. Like they storm the courts and, and storm the, uh, fields. They should have. If you win a championship, every it's, it's people's families that are there. Didn't get you the say water. that some of the random people did get in the, the water, not just the yeah the athletes were, themselves. There were a couple loose fans in the water for sure. There are a couple people that just hopped in. Look, had you guys know me, you know, hypothetically, if that was my brother, I would have been no, sh- no shirt, no pants in the water. Nice. Some of these USC fans were schmucks too. And also, I mean, look, USC didn't have a prayer. There was a Croatian kid on Cal. So it's a lock for a win, I feel. Croatian? Yeah. Croatian sensation. I don't know his name, but that's what he's referred to as. So shout out to his family. Good stuff, Jake. Very proud national champion. Um, one, uh, one collegiate championship to another. How about it? Let's yeah. Talk some, let's talk some CFP. Let's talk some CFP. It's great. College football playoff. One Alabama versus the four Cincinnati. You got the two Michigan versus the three Georgia. Robert Griffin, I before we get into what you guys think of it, and I, I don't think there's too much shock because it's pretty much how we laid it out in the hypothetical that Alabama beat Georgia, and they did. I think we were a little shaky, shaky beef when we were on betonline.ag. Go there today to place your bets when it was minus 200 for Georgia. I told you, I told that you to take bet. that that plus seven hundred Alabama bet. And I, me and Nick were on the plus seven hundred Michigan bet. I think, I think baby. yeah, seven fifty. I think. Look, I think Georgia looked. I think Georgia looked weaker than Alabama looked. Great. I think Georgia's offense left a lot to be desired, and that was always an issue. But we felt that their defense could be good, and clearly the defense was not up to snuff. Bryce Young played some of his best football, had quote unquote his Heisman moment in that game. Um, but RG3 came out and he was like, it's not fair that Cincinnati is not a two or three. It's not fair. They have to play Bama first. 
But if you're in the playoff, you're in the playoff. You're one of the best four teams. You're going to have to play Bama at some point. Right. We shouldn't be. We shouldn't put the training wheels on Cincinnati. You want to. You want to be with the big boys. Be with the big boys. Go bang with Bama. Yeah. Oh, let's shelter them a little bit and have them play Michigan first. Is it really? I mean, look, we don't know because Bama and Michigan that could very well be the final and probably I think will be the, the final matchup. I think it's going to be exciting to see what Cincinnati can do. But I, I really think that this Michigan defense is no joke. And that Georgia offense did not show me enough where I think it's of the caliber that the Ohio State offense was. And I think they're in for a world of hurt. And it's the, the, the Michigan offense is not their calling card either. Michigan could go into a game and score like 17 to 20 points and still win. Which in past, if you look at the rest of the season, the Georgia team has been able to do as well. But you look at the teams that, that Michigan has beat, their best win comes against Ohio State. And Georgia's best win is probably looking back at it now against like a nine and three Kentucky, which leaves some to be desired. And especially after yeah. the, Clemson. the weakest, yes. the weakest Clemson the team we've seen this, yeah. this year. Um, who, who do you think the nation wants to see? in the championship and then who do you think you guys want to see in the championship most exciting matchup well i think, I think that line. the the nation part nick has a lot to do with what josh was just saying the seeding they don't want to see georgia and alabama play each other immediately after having just played each other right they want to That's potentially more. have that alabama georgia rematch as the championship so i think that I don't necessarily think that that's what the nation wants, but hypothetically that that's a possibility, obviously. Um, and I think that they would be happy if that were the result. I would say that I think Alabama, Michigan yields the most um, potential eyes viewers for, for the sport for college football. So that, that would, I think that'd be the, that'd be the nation's pick, probably the NCAA's pick. I think Michigan getting in there is the biggest thing because they're a program that has been trying to get back to the powerhouse that they once were. Mm. And we posted this funny meme of Usain Bolt pulling away from three other racers in the mm. Olympic sprint. And it was him as Michigan. And then the other three racers were USC, Texas, and Miami. And it was the race to being back. And I think a lot of people just want to see Michigan get to that point again. And if it's Alabama, then it will also yield a lot of viewers because they are quote unquote, the best team in college football for the past two decades. So it's kind of like the David versus Goliath story, but I think as fans, we all want to see something different. So we probably all want to see Cincinnati. Is that going to be the most entertaining matchup though? A Cincinnati, Michigan? No, the most entertaining matchup is probably Bama versus Michigan. Michigan needs to beat Georgia. I think you're right there. That's the most important thing. We can't have a situation where it's Georgia where, again, especially because that game sucked. Gonna, I think like the I think NCAA is hoping that that doesn't happen again because that's boring. They're going to lose viewers. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, look, Ohio State had no prayer of going in at all. Toss. We were discussing in the car, flip flopping scenarios. Um, that that would they would have been fun in there over Georgia. I don't think this Georgia's a, this Georgia team's not a sexy team, unfortunately. Like it's not fun to watch them. Like they don't play a fun brand of football. And had they beaten Alabama and done that service to the NCAA and the NCAA fanhood and knocked them out of the playoffs, so we didn't have to see them again. Then I'd appreciate them more. But they blew it. 
They were the number one team. They were quote unquote undefeated and they absolutely queef Jenkins, the FCC championship game. And Bama to me now is the clear cut favorite. I think Michigan is the number two. I think that's the best game. Cincinnati, if Cincinnati could some by some miracle beat Alabama, and I really think that's what it's going to take a miracle, then I'm all for it. I'm all for the different. I don't want to see Bama win again, dude. It's just so boring. It's so lame. It's so dominant. It's so impressive. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Michi's out, which is interesting, unfortunately, towards ACL. You never want to see a kid get hurt, but that's going to be massive. I mean, Bama's best when they're stretching the field, Williams and Michi. And the fact that one of their two top guys is out of a receiver is going to be interesting. Since it, Luke Fickle is going to have to pull out the playbook, they're going to have to really throw the kitchen sink at Alabama because that defense is solid as a rock. Um, but I, I think that the NCAA kind of just dropped the ball a little bit in the way things are even scheduled. Both these games are on New Year's Eve. One's at 3.30 Eastern, which you could get away with. The other one's at 7.30 Eastern. Like, for honestly, I'm going to miss – I'm missing the Michigan-Georgia game, which sucks. I'm going to a concert that starts at 7.30 Eastern. So why are the college football playoff games on New Year's Eve? Horrific scheduling. Then I know that some of the, like, I know the Rose Bowl is going to be, you know, the a Big Ten team or in a Pac-12 team. They're going to try to make it that. But the Ohio State-Utah game, it's like kind of a snoozer. I feel like the pairings weren't that great in these bowl games. Oh, they won their, I mean, there's not much you can do when they win their conference. It's true. I know, but I wish that, I wish that there were better matchups. Like, honestly, the Michigan State pit game, for all intents and purposes, could be the best game. I actually like Kenny Pickett a lot. I think he's really – did you guys see that fake slide that he pulled? That was nuts. Yeah, that was nice. He's running was- – he's on a QB sneak at, like, the 30-yard line at Wake Forest's 30, and he breaks to the 20 in, like, the secondary, and he goes for a fake slide, drops his right leg, and, like, picks it back up, and then just bolts – past. he's fast and bolts past the secondary and gets in the end zone. He really might be the first quarterback taken if he plays well against Michigan State. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he was. We were talking about how it's hard to delineate the quarterbacking talent, and obviously that's something that we're going to continue to do research on over the next mm-hmm. five, six months before the draft, and I'm excited to kind of try and make some predictions here because you know we never really know, but maybe there's something we see that we think could translate, and maybe there's something that these GMs can see as well because right now it looks like all these guys any of them could be taken ahead of each other yeah absolutely i mean i'm i guess maybe i'm most excited for old miss baylor yeah that should be a good game i was gonna say the same thing i think that'll be an awesome game uh you know always the new year's games are the ones that people have their eyes on the notre dame oklahoma state game can be good too heartbreaking loss for oklahoma state how they ended in the big 12 championship game one yard from getting in there (sighs) and potentially punching their ticket into the college football playoff. What would have happened? Like, Georgia didn't get – they got blown out by Alabama. They got absolutely spanked by Alabama. You get spanked in the SEC championship game. You don't win your conference. Oklahoma State's a one-loss conference winner. You have an undefeated since – like, I'm really curious as to what would have happened. I think I, I, the way that they've dropped to four, I think there's a good chance that – and by the nature of their defeat. And then in retrospect, looking at their schedule, like I talked about earlier, there's a, there's a really good chance that Oklahoma state would have jumped them. Yeah. But Georgia's three since he's four. That's right. 
would yeah, since, that like would be you, crazy. You, you would you were saying that but, but that's what i'm saying is like i think this the seeding happened the way that it did because they don't want Alabama and Georgia to play. Like, I think they're kind of like being cheeky now with the seeding yeah, okay. after everything's, after That's everything's done. It's a great point. So I, I think that Georgia could have dropped to five and Oklahoma state could have jumped in. I mean, what's going to happen the next week narrative wise, like Brian Kelly was right. Like he was right. Do we, yeah, <laughs> his team didn't, his team didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. Are we, yeah. Can we like forget about that now? Yeah, no, that, so, that ship is, you know ship sailed. There's a new thing that has come out on Brian Kelly. It's him changing his accent to appease <laughs> the uh, Louisiana State fans. I mean, Brian, people Kelly, are like side by side comparison of like specific words, and there's a clear distinction between how he says them now and how he used to say the word. It's he's, crazy. He's not going to win there. Christo- Mario Cristobal goes to Miami. Have- how could you not solve my? How could no one solve the Miami situation? How could you? I mean, it's honestly, I guess it's the same thing as us. We're cursed. Like it's Miami, bro. If you're a co- if you're a young athlete, nil. Have you guys? You toss. I went to Miami with you, Nick. Have you been to Miami? Nope. Miami is sick, <laughs> dangerous. Yeah, it's very cool. It's it really also is, I, what, like nice. Honestly, no, no, no. I'm not saying dangerous in the sense of like safety. I mean, maybe in some spots, but as a college athlete going to a city like Miami can have a lot of distractions, and that's enticing. That honestly could be what happened to Miami, right? Like before all of these regulations and before, you know, people were kind of under the microscope of college football and before, you know, the NCAA got involved so heavily, they were running train, but at the same time, like they were probably getting away with so much stuff that you would never be able to get away with these days. Yeah. yeah, Ultimately, like if you're a recruit of that level of play, you want to make it to the bigs and, and, traditionally they've been able to churn oh, out the like, ground yeah of nfl talent so why not go there i mean i i know that obviously the development staff changes when when there are new coaching hires but you also have to keep in mind florida and florida state have not been good like yeah. they have not been that good so it should have been an opportunity for them to really blossom these last couple of years yeah and kind of we, we've always been wanting them to be that second head of the ACC behind Clemson, but it just never happened. The entire state of Florida needs a resurrection, honestly. I mean, no one in that state has been able to do anything. UCF has been honestly the most consistent team and they're starting to fall off. But let me ask you guys this. We just talked about Michigan being somewhat back. Who gets back first? Texas, Miami, Florida State, USC, Florida. Not even close. It's not even close. Not even close. Yeah. Oh, because of Lincoln Riley. Okay, if you take him out of the mix. Okay, we're out of we're out of Lincoln. Let's say okay. Honestly, I I really I think us and I'll say this because we obviously we went five and seven and the season made me want to blow my brains out and then get resurrected myself yeah, and do it again with, with like Bijan coming back. He's strong. We've got a lot of seniors. Well, we've he's also we've lost every game we lost is pretty close, dude. And we have the same coach who's already had one year, right? Yeah. Like that makes a big difference. He's. And who knows? It should. It should make a big difference. Who knows? Maybe we get in uh, Ohio State transfer named uh, Quinn Ewers. I don't who, think it's looking good, dude. I don't see how we're not the favorite, though, because he committed to us. And when he originally committed, he was always talking about how Texas was a school he'd always dreamed, how he's always dreamed of going to. He's a fan of his entire life, right? Yeah. He's from Texas. I don't see how, like, there's another school that, like, shouldn't, that, that like would outdo us. I mean, he would clearly be our quarterback. I mean, tech is pulling out all the stops. Like even like Mahomes has gotten. How would you go to tech? 
I don't, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not from Texas. I don't know anything about Texas Tech. It looks kind of trashy. I'm not going to lie. No. I also have to put it. I, I didn't even know Mahomes liked that school, but he's involved in the Quinn Ewers thing. So <laughs> I, I, it's, it's kind of wild, but I think we may lose him out the tech. Regardless, though, I, I would like to think we're back next. Florida State is a gong show. Florida is going through a coaching change. I mean, Miami, we'll see what Cristobal can do. It's an eight-year contract. But we look at the ACC in a year where Clemson's bad. The teams that went to the ACC championship were Wake Forest and Pitt. Like, if you're Florida State and, like, Miami, like, and you're the ADs of those schools, hang yourself by your nuts from the ceiling, dude. Like, pathetic. Yeah. yeah. No, pathetic. Um, I'm just looking at this bowl schedule. You guys have any interest in going to the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl at SoFi? Utah State versus Oregon State? <laughs> Oh my God! The Ags and the Beavers. Are you serious? Oregon State's in a bowl game, and we're not. Yeah, it's the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, it's pretty sir. wild that that is the first bowl game ever to be played at SoFi. Like, that's the bowl game you guys want to throw at SoFi, like the new State of the York Stadium that just well, you got try it. You try uh, it out. I I'm not like, I don't want to be dreary or kind of a downer, but. I don't really ca- I don't really care about any of the college football bowl games anymore outside of the college football playoff and a couple of the major bowls like it the new system is kind of taking that away from me just my my amount of care that I used to right. have in the well, in- that's why they expand the college football playoffs so they can make some of these bowl games a little more meaningful right like the new year's six bowl games or I guess this year it's it's five right yeah there's five bowl games um they end up being playoff games yeah I, I unless the games are really good like if it's like do you remember do you guys remember the usc penn state rose bowl like when darnold was there that game was one of my favorite college games of all time it was it was i mean i watched it because my family's i see it was epic and honestly like had the matchups been better had it been like baylor ohio state i'd be really stoked to watch that game and not even because i'm a buckeye fan but like, i'd be stoked to watch that game i mean old miss baylor's i'm like i'll watch that football game for sure but like Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, it's like maybe I'll watch the highlights on my phone if I'm on the toilet. Like other than that, Oklahoma like, State, that that could be a spot for Quinn. He wants to be closer to his hometown in Dallas. Gundy's putting on a show right now. You go, you be a gunslinger there. That's. No, I think it's I think it's A and M, us and Tech. I'm pretty sure it's just us and Tech, honestly. I mean, I they they're they're making they're pulling out all the stops, Texas Tech. I, it's kind of wild. I, I I couldn't imagine him going there. I mean, that would be so embarrassing. Yeah. Seen guys, seen guys transfer to and from there before. Yeah. I mean, you you know you're going there to throw the football. Like that's true. That's what if that's what he wants to show off that he can do. Yeah. Not a bad not a bad place to do it. Um. Yeah. NFL. Give me a takeaway, each of you guys from this weekend, Nikki. Um. Dog shit decision by the Baltimore Ravens to go for two down by one to end the game and lose to your divisional rival. Um, just go to overtime, you know. You should you, yeah, you've got you got one of the best kickers in all of football of all time, right? Like usually at that point, the best kicker sometimes wins. I mean, unless you're the ones marching down a score and you have an electric offense. I mean. I'm more confident that they would have won that game. I mean, clearly in overtime than going for two. Yeah. I mean, a hor- that's a horrible call. I mean, you're chasing, you're chasing wins in the regular season. Like 
you need as many wins as you possibly can so you can get home field advantage in the playoffs. You don't have time to get cute with your decision-making in a game that's really important. Like you said, Nick, it's a divisional rival with the team that you're better than. Like, okay, if you're worse than the team, it's, it's an upset. You want to go for yeah. two because you think if it goes to overtime, like whatever, you don't have a great chance. You're playing the Chiefs and Patrick, you think Patrick Mahomes, is, he's going to automatically score on you? Sure, go for two. Try and win the game. But 100%. they're just a better team. Big it's, Ben it's, is the Steelers quarterback. You don't think your defense can stop Big Ben? They yeah. were winning the whole game. The it's whole wild. game they're winning. It's wild it. too because, I mean, if they win that game, then they're sitting at the number one seed right now. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a bad loss on multiple levels because the Bengals also lost, got blown up by your Chargers, Nick. It's your chance to capitalize and really get and not only take the first in the AFC, but create some cushion between you and the Bengals. Now there's only a game separating you guys. I mean, yeah. look, I'm not losing any sleep over it because I want everyone around us to lose heading into the game tonight against the Bills. But you, you bring up a great point. Like if they were the Panthers playing the Chiefs, then yeah, you go for two because you go to overtime, Mahomes gets the ball, you're SOL. Right. But it's Ben Roethlisberger who just announced, not even announced, he's been talking to players privately that he's not going to return next season. Like <laughs> the guy's as mobile as a dumpster. Yeah. It's a, that is a great, that is a good analogy, comparison. I, you've basically, the, the Ravens basically have allowed, I mean, it's not a guarantee that they would have won that game if it goes into overtime, but it felt like it was a guarantee. It's an easy decision to, to, to criticize, but now like the Steelers are in the playoff picture. And if they lose that game, they're, things are looking pretty bleak for them. You've like, <laughs> you've almost like, almost guaranteed a divisional rival a spot in the playoffs. They which tie is the just, Lions. What are, what are you doing? Which I guess I'll segue yeah. into mine. I mean, Mike what? Zimmer needs to be spit roast fired Monday morning. If Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers, could be fired. Midseason, when Donald was his quarterback, who's clearly not who we not he's not who we thought he was. Cam Newton is the quarterback. McCaffrey is in and out of the lineup, and they're going to fire Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator for the Panthers. I mean, they need to fire Mike Zimmer every time the game is somewhat close. He gets on his knees and blows it. It's embarrassing at this point. They had the that again. The, the Vikings could have been six and six, and you're in the playoff hunt. They're a good football team. The guy blows every close game. Have you guys seen it? pictures of his girlfriend? Mike Zimmer's girlfriend? Yeah. Hot? Uh, she's a model. Mike Zimmer's girlfriend is a model. Yeah, her name is like Katrina Miketon. Look her up. <laughs> You're joking. I'm not joking. I don't know. Mike how Zimmer has a model. How do he pull it off? The guy can't close. How does he pull that off? Yeah, she's a Maxim model. Maxim model. You know what? I, what is Ma Maximum Magazine? I actually don't know what that is. I just I know it's big. I, wow, that's the first thing that comes up is Mike Zimmer girlfriend. No way. Uh, not well. No way. Should be Mike Mike Zimmer firing. So. No way. This is yep. a joke. This is. No. Is this really? Yes, this is. Yes, he's winning something. Wow. Like, honestly, it's, like, it's the only reason he has a job is he's got a hot girlfriend. It's the only okay. redeeming quality. Mike Zimmer is not even a hot dude. Not at all. Don't not say. even a good coach. Don't say. Very not hot. She's like got to be one of the she's like she might be honestly starting five of what of why wags. 
maybe you'll have to make the list, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Twist my arm, dude. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, thanks for sending in here, Nick. I'm looking at on uh, Google. Shout out to Google. Um, once again, back That's to two back shout shows. outs. Back to back shows. Yeah, let's see if we could work it in every show. Um, Google, you look like um Professor Quarrel, Nick. I the, the fans can't see you, but Nick's got a, like a bandana scarf wrapped around his head. Um I've got Voldemort behind my head. <laughs> Taz, what's yours? Take away. I don't I don't know. Uh, there's a couple of teams. My takeaway is that I don't know what to make of the Seattle Seahawks. Like I don't know what's going on there. I I just don't get it. I don't what get mean? what the plan is for the future, really. They win a game and well, the 49ers kind of blew it. They also have guys out. They can't stay healthy. But where do we see the Seahawks going for like the next three to four years? Yeah. I mean, they took they traded their first. now they're now they're like now they're winning a game. They don't have their first round pick because they have Jamal Adams. Yeah, well, we might as well win a game. They're out of con- they're out of contention. Mm-hmm. Well, they had, they didn't have Russ for a while. Russ came back a little early. He clearly wasn't healthy. I mean, I think this this is a team that I, at the beginning of the year that I thought was going to the playoffs and going to win the division potentially. I don't think they're a bad football team. I think they're good offensively at the minimum. They show a lot of injury issues clearly, and a Jamal Adams trade is looking bleak. I mean, I respect them going for it and, and trying to bolster that defense. And getting a guy like Adams, who we thought was the best safety in the game for a while, but then we realized he's pretty much a safety linebacker hybrid and can't really cover. And the Water Falcons, look, you're gonna put you're at home, you're gonna play to win the game, you're competitive. I thought they were gonna win the game. I think the Niners are like slightly worse Chargers, where one week they're sick and then the next week they're well, like what what where was that they, team last week they they actually lost their two best players on the roster debo is out and so is fred warner yep yeah i i think they win that game with both those guys back in debo is such an x factor out there on the offensive side of the ball i mean you throw him at running back him receiver he's getting a lot of attention i mean he's uh, yeah he's right. Right. it was tyreek hill honestly now he's an amazing offensive way. He's such a good, he's a great running back. He's like the most rushing yards of, as a receiver, like ever. I mean, yeah, you guys are right. Warner's, by the and way. Well, yeah, Warner's one, top three linebacker in the league. Most underrated defensive player in the league. Never gets talked about. I mean, having Debo and he's an, he's an X factor. It, I mean, the Niners have the worst luck injury-wise of any team in the NFL every year, it seems. We Here's, here's another... Uh, yeah, here's another point that I had just been thinking about a little bit more interesting than the Seahawks, who they're pretty boring. I don't know why yeah. I even brought them up. Honestly, that's fair. But have we talk about guys that are quarterbacks in the NFL and how they play themselves out of being a starting quarterback, where then mm. we label them a backup quarterback? How do we feel about one Taylor Heineke being a true starting quarterback in the NFL? He's had two back to back come from behind victories. He is that team is now in the playoffs. He fared very well against a Bucks team who won the Super Bowl last year. I I can't imagine that like Rivera and the rest of the staff are not saying like this guy could be our quarterback for the next couple of years. And especially in it, we're talking about the draft class next year. You don't you don't love anything in it. Continue to keep bolstering, you know, your your young core defensively. He's a guy I wanted to bring up. And then 
finally Gardner Minshew gets an opportunity to play in Philadelphia and he looks great today. He looked, he looks, I mean, he's playing a bad jets team. Not saying that I'm not saying he's better than hurts. I, I believe he is just, (laughs) but he, I, to me, that guy's a starting quarterback. What, how has he not proven at this point that he doesn't deserve to get paid at least given a chance. We got to figure out a way to utilize Jalen hurts, not playing quarterback. They got to figure out a way to get him the ball and use his legs. Jason Hill style, who yeah. should be a starting quarterback, by the way. Jason Hill's dog shit. Right, is he like Thursday. fucking Sean Payton? I don't understand. Like, why is he? The, why is he getting paid like that? I mean, he he did run for over hundred yards. He threw four picks. Threw four, four four picks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are guys that. Yeah, he got paid a lot of money. So I, I think that, yeah, I like the the idea of utilizing Hertz as a weapon like that. I think it's possible. I mean, the thing with Gardner is definitely legit. And I think it's unfair that he was on the Jags who suck. The Jaguars suck. And still has a lot of impressive tape from his time yeah, with the Jags. Very true. He's a legit starting quarterback. The Heineke thing is a little different for me because I just don't buy him being a starting quarterback. I think he's fine. I think he's serviceable. I think he's, you know, obviously shown a lot of grit. He was great in the playoffs against the Bucks. Two big wins this season. They're six and six. I would like to think the football team, if Chase Young was healthy, it'd be a bit different. It throws a monkey wrench into things for sure. But if if he was healthy and you're the football team, you have to look into getting Aaron Rodgers if he's available, and you have to look into getting Russell Wilson. Your team's kind of there. And then one of those quarterbacks is going to put you over the edge. Honestly. I think if they had golf, they'd be in a, in, a, in a lot better shape. If he became available and they went for him, I think, I think golf's legit. The football team, the football team. I think golf's legit. I don't think golf's bad. Okay. I golf won the game today. He's, he's on a one win football team. He has looked very bad across the course of this season. He has not good, good weapons, weapon. obviously. His but suck, dude. Are Heineke's weapons that good? He has yeah. Terry. Terry. Terry is better than anybody on the lines. Logan Not Thomas. Okay. Close. Okay. Logan Thomas T- played. TJ Hawk. Logan Thomas has barely played. He's been on the IR. I think he might go back on the IR. He's tore. He tore his ACL. And talk, talk. Hawkinson, DeAndre Swift are two, three after Terry McLaurin in weapons. Then you get Gibson because Gibson's really not. I mean, he's he's turning in. He's developing his pass catching ability. But I would still take Swift over him right now. And they have Jamal Williams. Like that team is not devoid of weapons. I just I think that you're underrating the Goff's biggest heel. His biggest Achilles heel is that he can't move. He has no mm-hmm. mobility. And Heineke can run for a first down. He opens things up with a guy like Gibson because well, he ha- you know he has the the ability to have a run pass option. Like he just. He's a gamer too. Like he's just, he's a, he performs. Washington and, also has a better line as well. Yeah, they do. That's true. But yeah. I just think that you're, you're like, you have blinders on cause he won one game and he had no, a game winning drive. He's been terrible this year. Josh has always loved Josh or, or Jared Goff. Goff. Jared Goff. Yeah. I have always been a Goff. Well, I mean, he went to the Super Bowl. He's a two-time pro bowler. Like he's not a bad quarterback. He's always gotten the, He's like the, for all intents and purposes, the Rams have pretty much the same record with Stafford and him. I think, I think what Taysom Hill and Sean Payton have, you got going on with Goff right now. I'm not fuck Jared Goff. <laughs> not yet. 
Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I I think Toss is also that with Taylor Heineke. I think I think you love Taylor Heineke. He, he's on a playoff winning. He's on a playoff bound Washington football team. They were in the playoffs is, last year. That is right. That has not been a really good football team. And he's done they nothing beat. but impressed with his opportunity that he's been given. Yeah. Give, give him a chance. I'm giving him a chance. I'm, not, I'm saying he's serviceable. I do. I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. I think Bart, regardless of Jared Goff, neither here nor there, they need to go and get one of the big guys. If Russell Wilson is available, if Aaron Rodgers is available, I, I don't necessarily, I, I mean that Heineke should be considered in Gardner. In my opinion, I still want to see more of him on this team should be considered in like the Teddy B range, which like right now they're not. I will agree with you at least there. Teddy Bridgewater throws one of the ugliest balls in the NFL right now. Chicken wire arms, duck balls. Well, they brought that guy in to to see if he could be the guy. So I like. Hey, Teddy Bridgewater is not good. He's Toast Malone. Him, Darnold, Toast Malone. Y'all ever seen a duck's balls? Can you send that in the group as well? You can look <laughs> at it off there. Um, I think that's good for now. We'll do a little more hoops next time. I mean, devoid of hoops the last couple of shows. We get back to basketball. It's heating up. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Again, congrats to the Cal Water Polo team. Go to betonline.ag. Bet there. Win big. Fans out there, drag both feet in bounds. Swing a full counter with that puck at that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free. Hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they're free. Because they're free about you. We love you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.